Hey, Joey. Do you like films? Only ones that accurately portray true love. That's probably the best way to describe being imprisoned and forced to love someone. Yep. 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 Forever. Forever and ever. Welcome to an all new episode of Criterionauts. I'm Criterionaut Joey. I'm Criterionaut Brian. And this week we have watched Tie Me Up, Tie Me Down. Atame! Atame? Atame! Is that like the other. That was the, the Spanish title. Oh, okay. Like, Atame! That's a lot that they fit up in one word then. It was just. I know, I know. They. It's probably like to tie up. <laughs> yeah, probably something like that, or like oh, very simple, simplified. This is a really good play on words, though. Tie me up, tie me down. Tie me down's like getting married. Yeah, right. That's really, it's really good. Yeah, tie me uh, up, and I'll marry you. Yeah, seven number seven twenty two, in the Criterion Collection, nineteen ninety, NC seventeen at one hour and forty two minutes. Rotten Tomato score of seventy percent, nineteen positive, eight negative. IMDb score of seven point with seventeen thousand nine hundred and eighty nine votes i liked this movie <laughs> yeah i didn't hate it yeah it was yeah. pretty good it was fine it w- um and in, in our search to find the worst of this collection this ended up being a fun kidnapping torture stockholm Lovey. syndrome well there wasn't abusive really, movie there really the thing is there wasn't really torture it was just pretty much straight kidnapping yeah yeah it was just like a straight kidnap sitch so it wasn't like torture kidnap make you eat shit cut you up a little bit right it was like real life. We cut. Like a handsome, like the kidnapper, of course, is going to be handsome. Yeah, you'd expect someone who's that handsome to kidnap you would kidnap you in that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lovingly, but sternly. Yeah, but sternly. Let's see what Criterion has to say about Time Me Up, Time Me Down at CriterionHouse.com. Pedro Almodovar's Almodovar. Almodovar. Pedro Almodovar's colorful and controversial tribute to the pleasures and perils of Stockholm Syndrome. Tie Me Up, Tie Me Down is a rambunctious dark comedy starring Antonio Banderath as an unbalanced but alluring ex-mental patient and Victoria Abriel as as the B-movie and former porn star he takes prisoner in the hopes of convincing her to marry him. A highly unconventional romance that came on the spike heels of Almodovar's international sensation, Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown. This is a splashy, sexy, central work in the career of one of the world's most beloved and provocative auteurs, radiantly shot by the director's great cinematographer, Jose Jose Luis Alcain. You really uh, kind of lo- got lost in the Spanish with well, that this Jose. Was, it was a tough one to really channel Criterion Abowski for. I I don't know. But I finished this this morning. Um, <laughs> uh, there were parts of this that I like legitimately was laughing out loud, even though I was by myself, <laughs> which I wasn't expecting. But uh, a breezy one hour and 42 yeah, minutes. Light. Um, there, there is a tone in this thing that I noticed from the beginning, I think it's the music mixed with the way that it doesn't look quite um, as high quality and it's neon kind of everywhere. It's like screams early 90s romantic comedy. Yeah. The sun, like the the credits when they come up and they blind you with like that blue halo around everything. Mm-hmm. Just really set this tone of like the old movies I watched like, um, oh shit, it's Death Becomes Her or Ruthless People. 
it's these like R-rated comedy comedies of the nineties. Okay, kind of. I haven't seen place either time. of those two. Oh but. man, Death Becomes Her is still fantastic and actually just came out on DVD. Oh, right. or Blu-ray. Oh, well. Um, so high quality version of that I watched again recently still holds up. Bruce Willis, Goldie Hawn, and Meryl Streep. Okay. In like a, in like a horror comedy, it's yeah. fucking weird. All right. Um, do you, do you ever catch what Antonio Banderas' name is? Uh, they called him Ricky. Ricky, Ricky. Ricky. Okay, because I have they didn't really do it a lot, so I have him as Antonio for most. Yeah, of Yeah, most stuff. of my notes I just called him Antonio Banderas as well. Yeah, Antonio Banderas. Even so, when yeah, even after they said his character's name, I still called him Antonio Banderas. No, Brian. Antonio Banderas. Ben Banderas. Banderas. You have to kind of like give up on it. Oh, you want to go with? Yeah, Benderes. Benderes. Antonio Benderes. Antonio Benderes. He is super fresh-faced young Antonio Banderas in some sort of... Oh, fresh-faced. Psycho ward. Yeah. Um, and he has found out he is ready to rejoin society. As his lover slash doctor tells him. <laughs> she gives him money, and I wrote down why. Money for the, for the mad, passionate times you brought me. <laughs> the boning. Basically, so it's like... Apparently, he is very gifted in the pants department. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and essentially uh, wins drives, the favor of his doctor into getting him out of this asylum he place. He drives them as mad as he is. With his wiener. Yes, with his dick. Sorry, I thought that was implied. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. With no, his no. dick. With his maddening stick. With his love muscle. And then... Kill a muscle fucking gross. I know, it's the worst <laughs> one for it. <laughs> it's the worst. That's the name of my describe. band, by the way. <laughs> Love muscle. Love muscle. Uh, uh, I almost called it mud muscle for a second. That's your butt. That is your butt. <laughs> that's the butthole. the mud muscle. And that, I like that because we are introduced after we see that Antonio Bandarat is able to get out of the asylum. She gives it, him 50,000... 50,000 pesetas. Um, which is probably sets like him off in the world. He's two grand. Yeah, 10 bucks. Yeah. He is fit to rejoin society. Monopoly fund dollars. Uh, our first introduction to our lead heroine is that she's announcing she's taking her panties off un- from under her dress because she doesn't want them to show through. No panty lines, man. I'm like, all right, all right. Nice. I'm getting into, yeah, Antonio yeah. Bandareth, some lady who doesn't wear underwear. Like, yeah, for great. 90s? Yeah, this yeah. is perfect. This is good. I can't wait to see how this one goes. Yeah, it's our first uh, introduction to Mar... 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 Uh, Marina. Marina. Marina, yeah. Marina. 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 Marina, Marina, Marina. 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 Close, Marina. <laughs> Close enough. Marina. So she's... Hi, puppy, I didn't Marina. realize for a good chunk of the movie, she has like a... What I thought was her best friend is the line producer of this film. Yeah. And that's her sister. Yeah, I thought she was kind of joking when she said sister, like, but she actually is her, her sister. sister. Yeah. So our lead, we will come to find out, I'm just going to say now, because it makes more sense, is a former heroin addict porn star. Yes. Who is now turned to legitimate acting, and her sister is a line producer on this movie. On this movie of this pervy old director who is now in a wheelchair yeah. who i kind of like he's like a cartoon character he is very much like in his own movie like when he <laughs> when she's bending over or the couch and then 
uh, he kind of like says a couple lines to her, like trying to like yeah stay around or whatever. He's like, I start looking, and then she's like, no, and then she like walks away, and then he just starts spinning in circles. He starts doing donuts, like yeah. He's just like wow, all you could have easily just had yeah put that sound over top of it, and it would have been spot on. Yeah, and then like his tongue like rolls out. He's he he's like this guy who had. A stroke, I guess, and is in a wheelchair, and this is like his comeback movie. But he's kind of become infatuated with this actress, uh, Marina Mar- Marina Marina Marina. Marina. Um, Just say it like that because joke. she's she's wicked Marina. hot. Like that's wicked that's, hat. She's wicked hot. Wicked hat. I mean, she's all right. She's like you know, like an eight. She goes back and forth. I'm yeah. saying, it's like those teeth kind of like knock her down a point or two. I don't want to get in the habit of us rating the women in the movies we watch. <laughs> but she's like an eight. <laughs> Maybe like a Brian seven. I think she's about an eight. A- an LA eight. No, I would say I would. She looks like someone I wouldn't expect to go as full deep into it as she does. Mm. Like from yeah. seeing her, I'm like she she went more for it than I was expecting. Sure. So good for her. All right. Um. So then we, uh, like Antonio leaving his asylum, he gets on a bus, buys some heart chocolates, and starts reading a magazine. And all this after is, stealing a knife. He just steals whatever. He yeah. like steals a knife on the counter. He's that like was cutting cheese. Super casual about stealing everything. He's super casual about everything, right. though. And I guess I, that's what happens when you're a crazy person, though. You don't think you're crazy. No, he's like autistic. No, he's crazy. He doesn't understand. Like A to B to C to him is. It's like this is just how, like how, this is just what it is. Like, I have to hit you so you'll be quiet. I don't want to hurt you, but I have to hit you so you Right, that's what like a crazy person does. Right. That's not necessarily autistic. But he's not in the movie that the performance is not that of a crazy person. Well, yeah, not like a, a stereotypical like yeah, he's not like speaking in tongues with his hair like crazy and wild or everything. It's it's very bizarre. It's a more subdued crazy, but also like a more realistic crazy. Yeah. I yeah, feel it's like it's a better way to think of it. Like a more realistic crazy. He's not as cartoony about yeah. it. He's not. Um, he's not director of the B movie inside the movie. Crazy cartoon. Crazy. Right. Um, Who's just a horny, pervy old man. You. He. You eventually find out he is. He's bought this magazine. Bought this chocolate to find out where Marina. Mar, Mar, Marina. Marina. <laughs> I'm not. Marina. It's gonna change every time. Just I say it like that, Joey. Just say Mary. Marina. Where Mary's movie is. Marina. Marina's movie Marina. is. Um, and it goes to Marina. She goes to to set to go do her scene, and then he shows up, just can walk right into yes, yeah, walks right onto room. the set, right <laughs> and, into the dressing room, and just starts fucking stealing everything. Yeah, like, just like hmm, why don't you just put, put like, it, of put course, yeah, yes, of course, of course. Um, so just klepto steals everything, even this wig, which he wears for way too long. It's like his disguise when he's there, though. He, yeah, I, you realize later that he kind of does that stuff intentionally. He like puts on some sort of little disguise, but it was almost like always the levels of Clark Kent. Yeah, it's like, oh, he has glasses. That's clearly not Superman. It's obviously not this person. <laughs> he clearly has longer hair. That's a wig. That can't be the same guy. He doesn't have access to the appropriate tools he would need to create a sufficient disguise. Right. It's just whatever he could find. In a Halloween store, basically. So he ends up with a long hair wig as like his his disguise for the first couple minutes. Yeah. Which was very But not before air guitaring and banging his head in the mirror. You know, he's having fun with it. He's he a, he's a lovable Just kidnapper. Loose. Just letting you know where he is. He's playful. Yeah. He's a playful kidnapper. Well, I mean, I assume this is one of Antonio's earlier movies. So, you know, he had to there's gotta be a reason we still know him today. Like he's really 
he he had to have really killed this, you know? Yeah. Like he said he's 23 in the movie. He looks about 23. <laughs> like this is this is an old Antonio. An, an, an old Bandereth. An old young Bandereth. Yes. Uh we have I have a quote from the director of this movie talking about his horror slasher movie that he's put Marina into. When you put your heart and genitals into something, it's always yeah, personal. Fuck, I wrote that same thing down too. <laughs> Just him describing this. There's this interviewer talking to him about like, why are you making your comeback with this movie or this combination of movies? It's like that. How does that? That doesn't seem like it could be personal. Yeah, I love that. We both wrote down that exact same quote. <laughs> when you put like, your heart, heart and genitals into it, I think that's it. If he had just said heart, we would not have thought twice about that line. Mm-hmm. But because he said heart and genitals, you're like, ooh. <laughs> And then there's a really bizarro moment. The reporter that's interviewing him sees Osvaldo, Osvaldo. the brute monster of the B-movie. Who she just, I guess, had a former relationship with. Yeah. It's just like a moment that happens, but it like has no bearing on the rest of the movie. I was wondering if it was like this weird parallel. She was kind of stalking him sort of thing. Oh, no. That would like this weird, like, everybody does it in this world. (laughs) I like that these movies now have kind of like trained you to try and figure out what the real thing is. Yeah. Even though this one is probably more of like surface level things we want. It, it 100% is. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. This is like still trying to find the hidden deeper bullshit meaning. Osvaldo. Um, but there was a great, this is the moment I started because this is the moment that made me laugh out loud by myself. Um, when the reporter lady sees Osvaldo, she goes, Osvaldo. And the director's like, yes, look like her right now. And then the actress goes, Osvaldo. No, don't say Osvaldo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like then, that, but don't say Osvaldo. And then the reporter lady goes, Osvaldo. What? No, and then the actress, no, don't say Osvaldo. Like, it, it was just this really weird slapsticky moment. That's, yeah. It sounds really stupid to describe. But knowing what we, I knew about this movie going in, I was like, this is not at all what I was coming in no. here expecting. Like, it was actually legitimately funny in some spots. Uh, now let's get to the fucking. That's like not for a while. I know that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's not till the third act of the movie, Joey. Um, or no, there's some boobs coming up. I mean, oh I yeah, I like that everyone thinks that reporter's fat, and she's like, she's not, she's fat. fine. <laughs> like, she's fine. But like, it's a cartoon she, in that. Oh, I didn't recognize you. She's not like a size two, but she's not like she's not. She is know, not super obese. obese. Yeah, <laughs> let's just whatever. Um, she looks like a, a mom from the Midwest or something. Uh, I have double starred this amazing movie sequence. Holy crap! Because um, I I just worked on the show Telenovela, which is the half hour comedy for NBC yeah. about like putting together a Spanish soap opera which is exactly what this moment of their movie is. Mm -hmm. Everything has wind on it. She manages to pull a phone cable and lasso the villain Mm -hmm. on the neck and then is able to jump out the window with it and swing. Like Mm -hmm. this whole sequence was so fucking good. And they snap into it without you like realizing what's going on. I I don't know. I really liked that moment. Um, Again, probably partially because I wasn't expecting like this to be this funny so everything that was a little bit funny was way funnier to me because <laughs> i was just like oh i gotta i gotta fucking watch this movie it's like getting ready for it and i was like i gotta steal myself to be bummed out or something and yeah it was like, as, actually, as most movies with these you know like get ready to be disappointed yeah well it was actually like a pretty good time yeah this was fine um 
she also looked pretty okay when she had to hang there for a while in her wet dress with like nothing underneath yeah for forever they let that shot hang for like a way wide a while which was really funny uh what else we got that's where we have the moment where the director does his boner donuts yeah um and then she walks back to her she's walking back to her dressing room and then antonio bandana confronts her very briefly with, with a handstand with a handstand <laughs> like, he's like he's like manina she's like yes she's like i don't have time for this like, manina look and then he just does a handstand and well, I mean, she just kind of like smiles and then leaves because what the fuck else do you do? So he does a handstand in front of you. That's a good wig, by the way. Yeah, does the handstand on. stays on? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is that is that a '90s thing? Is that an España thing? Yeah, I think that's just how. That's just the correct way when you first introduce yourself to someone. Joey, I know you've been in a relationship for a long time. I have. But this is what the kids are doing now. No, this is '90s. Yeah. This no, is before it. Well, you know, it everything comes back full circle. He's virile. We're he back, can do a handstand. We're back to that. We're back. The 90s are cool now again. Oh, okay. They're so dope. we're just going to start doing handstands. So again. all the kids are doing handstands in front of girls. It's like when you used to pick a man because their hands were rough and you knew they, that meant they did hard work. Yes. And then uh, a man was good later because his hands were soft, which meant he had money. Yes. Because he didn't have to do the hard work. Yes. And then you see a guy do a handstand, you're like, man, he's got good upper body strength. Because he does push-ups. Because he does handstands. And handstands. Yes. I, I don't know. It was it was uh, just trying to catch her attention, but um, he seems to have known her from somewhere, but she doesn't recognize him at all. It's probably his wig. His, yeah. His top-notch disguise. It's a great wig, I'm telling you. All right. Uh, we go straight from here, though. Into the world's luckiest scuba toy, <laughs> which was a very odd, oddly shot, odd moment yeah. of Marina in the bathtub and this little scuba man swimming straight into her bush. Muff diving. Yeah, I was gonna get I was gonna get there. Diving through the muff, yes. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. You're welcome. Um I wasn't gonna wait. But the okay, the see if I can paint this visual or this uh, this picture with words. You, yeah. The shot. Use all your words. The shot is top down of the bathtub. So the camera is pointing straight down at Maria in the bathtub, but the framing of the shot is her head is not in it at all. The bottom of the frame is boobs, mm-hmm. and she you, then you see stomach and legs spread out with bush and a scuba toy swimming in it. But like her head is not in it at all. It is a very like unsexy sexy shot <laughs> like, yeah he made all this like super explicit nudity kind of cartoony in the way that he framed it just like didn't look like the nudity anymore for some reason to me but yeah just straight straight hard cut into her in the bathtub and i'm like okay yeah this this, this is good <laughs> sure all right good she's good she's relaxing giving yeah. herself a little one two whatever <laughs> it's fine but it, it seemed like it was an accident like it, she was just. Here's the thing. I thought originally that like because she left with a guy. I thought like the guy was gonna be in the bathtub with her, and he was like controlling like or like oh, controlling yeah. it. Like I forgot a little remote she left thing. with a guy. Who the fuck was that? I, it must have just been a driver. It oh. had to have just been a driver. But so I thought it was a guy like controlling it, and then she's like, "Ooh, hee, 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 playful. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Stop it!" But it's not. It was just like one of those little wind up, uh, old. 
diver toys that I mean that you could get that I always swam into my vagina. Yeah, yeah it's I'm constantly familiar. swims in my vagina. I mean, I get it. Yeah, like, that's what they did, but it it seemed like that wasn't the point. No, it <laughs> so. wasn't there to act as a pleasure device. Yeah. And that she, kind of pleasure. But she just let it swim up against there for a minute, and then we go to that weird shot, top-down shot, and then she just picks it up and looks at it. and Puts like, it on her boobs, and I, what, she like sets it like on her chest. I was like, it's, so I was thinking there's a guy, and I was like, is there a guy? And she's going to be like, I want you to put it here, then put it here. Oh, boy. But then it was nothing. It was just boobs. Which is fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Great. No, yeah, no, 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 she's a really great. good actress. <laughs> Um, uh, I mean, she's like an eight as an actress. No, she's. <laughs> I think she's very pretty. Um, finds heart. Okay, so she finds the heart that a uh, box of chocolates that Ricky left her and thinks it's the director, the yeah. pervy director. Um, but it was like about this moment, we were still getting like this synth music and the '90s neon and the the old look of the movie that is giving it a tone that is very closely teetering on the line of like lighthearted funny or insanely dark. And I bet that's intentional, but I actually thought that without somebody telling me, yes, my mo- motivation was I was going for the, what did you feel I want to, you to feel the two feelings inside of you when you see the putty <laughs> in the bathtub. <laughs> We see the pute. Uh, I want you to feel that if we see the pute. Okay, I gotta stop with it. But like, I actually felt like, no, oh, this is like weirdly quirky. Um, maybe see, like I couldn't quite pinpoint what the music was trying to do, but it was a it was definitely weird vibe that I kind of liked. Synthy kind of, but it was kind of. You do get it did a good job of keeping making you kind of almost uncomfortable. Yeah, but so. like not not in your face gross about it um and then this this moment coming up is it sets up uh, the rest of the movie essentially is her neighbor leaves just to get the neighbor out of the way it's like the stereotypical oh, my cell phone has no service you got to get rid of like the questions the people around you going like why didn't anybody know about this yeah so you get you get rid of the possible outs and then as soon as her neighbor leaves in this building that is only two people two houses two apparently. houses in this giant apartment complex um she sees him it immediately tries to shut the door on him, but he reaches in, and then there's like a pretty horrific. Oh yeah, this is Ricky. This is oh yeah, because yeah. the neighbor leaves, then Ricky neighbor shows leaves. back up. Antonio Ricky shows up. Yeah, because he he stole her keys when he was one of the things he stole from the uh, dressing the room. room. Oh, the yeah, dressing yeah. room was her keys, so kind of important. The, and then this this moment happens where he breaks into her house, and it's kind of horrifically violent. <laughs> like it didn't yeah, really expect it, but it was it. also. Very tame too. I think I think tame based off of just oh, god damn these movies. Yeah, I just, I, what I do expect from these things most of the time. But for how lighthearted and funny it's been up to this point, we see him wedge his arm in the door, and then like kind of grab her face and slide himself in the door. Yeah, and then he headbutts her so hard that they both fall down, and then winds up and punches her and knocks her out. Yeah, like. Straight up, winds back, punches. Cracks her. Yeah. Um, it was like a Three Stooges-style rave comedy, like, at that point. It's like, whackity, whackity, like, oh, bleep, and, like, smashes and punches her in the face. And everything about it still feels comedy, 
but he totally just punched this woman and knocked her out. Yeah. So he could get into her house. Yeah. Love. True love. That's what you do for true love. You got to fight for your true love, Joey. I, I guess so. It's... I mean, if it's if it taught me anything, it's <laughs> perseverance. Yeah. Practice makes perfect or whatever. No doesn't mean no. No means, no means tie them up until they say yes. Because guess what? They'll always say yes. <laughs> he says, I didn't mean to hurt you, but I had to hit you. It was the only way because yeah. she wouldn't. Well, he did warn her. She's like, he said, don't scream or I'll hit you or right. I'll hit you again or something. It's like he has a very strict code and he plays by which it. is kind of again a crazy person thing that's like what a like a psychopath they create a series of code or like logic mm. that is right in their mind and so it's not right societally or like as a human being mm-hmm. those aren't normally things that you do you don't hit somebody just because they're making noise well i mean if you told them to stop you don't knock them out yeah i mean if they if but they, it's not if right they keep to. flapping their mouths <laughs> and i said Stop talking, and they <laughs> hey, keep talking, talking, and they keep talking. What am else am I supposed to do? Just let them keep talking. That's... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes, you are supposed to let them keep talking. Yeah, okay, okay fine. I Whatever. think you just don't hit them so hard they get knocked out. Because that is because like... that is a crime. Okay. Yeah, I didn't That's mean to the hurt. Se- the second crime he's committed in thirty seconds. The first being breaking and entering. And stealing everything. Like, oh, so you're third. Fit, yeah, he's already stolen everything. You're fit to rejoin society. And immediately, immediately steals everything. Gets a wig, goes to set, steals a bunch immediately of shit. Immediately steals a weapon off of somebody's uh, counter at a store. Yeah. At night. It's the first day. The first day. He, he's, I think he's just, again, he's good at knowing what he should do, but he's not, like, good in the head. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know what I need to do. His logic is, he's right by his logic, but his logic is crazy. He's a lovable psychopath. Yeah. All title. The lovable, lovable psychopath. psychopath. Um, I mean, he's Antonio Banderas. Banderas. Well, he can get away with anything. Here, here is like that weird moment again. I didn't mean to hurt you, but I had to hit you. And then she's like, you chipped my tooth. Again, it was like, I had no idea, like, should I want him? Like, the movie really played with whether or not you wanted him to succeed. In these types mm. of movies, romantic comedies or whatever, you're just like, oh, I hope they get together in the end. And I found myself at some point thinking, oh, I hope they get together in the end. And then I was <laughs> like, wait, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, this guy clearly deserves to go to prison for forever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, w- it was kind of an interesting way. I was like, they're going to have to do this subtly enough that it doesn't feel like a turn in a movie that's happening because they needed the turn to happen. Well, I think that goes back to when he, after he kidnaps her, he doesn't like torture her or do anything awful necessarily. He's basically like, as far as kidnapping goes, a kind kidnapper. It's the one punch and then he backhands her. Yeah. Tells her to be quiet or he'll kill her. Yeah. (laughs) It's not that bad. And himself. Yes. I'll kill you and myself. And myself. Yeah. Two lives on your hand. He keeps having, he keeps flashing that knife. Like, um, just re- reminding her, like yeah. it's nice calm moment, nice calm moment. Um, don't try to get away, or I'll kill you and me, both of us. But anyway, I just want to tie you up <laughs> tonight, so you can learn to love me. <laughs> you know, like this is the only way. I knew that I know that you'd love me if I had the chance to explain myself, and the only way I can explain myself is with you tied up on the bed. Yeah, it was it was his 
why why if you love me why would you kidnap me well i need you to get to know me so you can love me yes obviously and we we don't know this quite yet and marina 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 says so you want to fuck me is that it well fuck me then get it over with and then he says we'll fuck when the time is right yeah and takes her to the bedroom and explains that he's here so that she will love him he just needs to give her time Yes. And he's 100% convinced that this is going to work. Like, sees no problem. 100%. Um, well, I mean, when you look like Antonio Banderas, of course. Banderas, yes. Banderas. Uh, and this, right before this moment, she, like, throws a glass and breaks it on his head. So he's got, like, these bloody scratches all over it. And he calms her down. And she's like, you want to fuck me? And then I'll have that conversation. And he's like, just go to your room. Let's go to your bed. And then, he, like on the way out, he's like, "Watch, watch the, watch the glass." Yeah, watch the glass. Be careful. Like, immediately, like he has a bunch of modes. He's able to switch back and forth without any like ramp between them. He's like really wants this to work in an endearing way. That like, even though he's totally in the wrong, like I still kind of bought into, and I don't understand why. He's a crazy person. He's a crazy person. Um, and apparently, I think it's at this moment. He explains to her that a year ago, he escaped the asylum, mm-hmm. and they boned. They met at a bar. And boned. And boned. And then he went back to the asylum. And that's why, when he immediately got out, he took he tracked her down, and he's like, I, I've only thought of you since then. And she has no idea who he is, because she's a former heroin addict, slash porn, porn star, star slash... fucked like, everything and not been conscious... During most of it. Yeah. She starts complaining about her tooth more, right? Yeah. She had a toothache on the set of the movie she was using for inspiration. Yeah. But being a former junkie, now heroin doesn't, or, you know, being on heroin and stuff, regular Advil or aspirin, whatever, doesn't work. don't work. So now that, this led to, like, one of my favorite moments in the movie of, like, really uncomfortable, um, dark comedy. They go see a doctor friend of hers, and they're kind of together. He's got the knife in his pocket. He's, like, warning her about... You know, don't try to get away. I'll kill yeah. you and myself. <laughs> I have his handcuff, but don't worry. We'll hold hands and nobody will see the handcuffs. Yeah. Which I didn't. You know, mm-hmm. like it kind of worked because yeah. he just pulled his sleeve down. Yeah. Um, but they go to see her doctor friend who's able to prescribe her stronger pills. So they they show up and he keeps like, he like wiggles the knife behind the back of the friend to Marina only. Oh, I missed that. He like she looks at him. He's like, mm, like, like reminding her, like, don't do anything. Oh, wow, but I totally missed that. It's really fucking good. Wow. So like moments of him like being totally nice to her and her having a normal conversation and just. Mm. <laughs> um, and then that's when the her kids start to cry. Yeah. And he w- wiggles the knife at her and goes to get the kids and leaves her alone with her doctor friend. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you're gonna be alone, but. If you do something, I'm going to go get these kids. And he comes out and is holding them and just looking at Marina and just, like, kind of waiting for her to make a move. And she, like, just lets it go and doesn't do it. Um, This is... There's, like, a whole sequence of events that spin off of this. She gives her a prescription. And then we get... For a stronger painkiller. For a stronger painkiller. And then they go to a pharmacy where... Two people are fucking in the pharmacy. Yeah, and the old lady's fucking, like, her... Stock boy? I first? guess. It must have been. It was so unnecessary. <laughs> I, did not... I was like, what am I looking at? I know. Like, it's. I mean, I guess it's nighttime, so everybody's fucking, I guess. What I is... guess. 
Is this also another stalker fucking situation? Happening? No, Brian, that's not how this world that, works. That's not, this I'm is pretty not the, sure. Are you the sure? Almodovarverse. <laughs> the Almodovarverse, sorry. The Almodo uh, Almor, uh, Cinematic Universe, the yeah. ACU. Uh, Almodovar, Almodoverse. I mean, it's all Almodoverse. Part, I mean, this is, this is canon to the Criterion Cinematic Universe. Right, but not the Almodoverse. But he is part of it. Oh, because now he's retroactively. Yeah. Yes. So, so maybe there is some underlying theme then. Imagine that everybody's a stalker and everybody fucks their stalker, <laughs> and realize that they're probably not such a bad guy after That's all. That's not so bad. Oh, he meant well. Yeah. I like. Um, it was all out of love. Some student like stumbles upon this show. Is like, oh, they're discussing Criterion. I should like see what their analysis of the movie is, <laughs> and then we're discussing this cinematic universe that doesn't really exist. <laughs> It does exist. It obviously exists in the Criterion world. This right, is the Criterion uh, Cinematic Universe. That's probably true. On par with Marvel. Really, they've been doing it longer than Marvel. Marvel should be learning from what Criterion has done, the system that they have created. <laughs> There's. I have a quote from here. This is, um, if you try any, try any tricks, I'll kill us both. And then seconds later, you've got a great body. And you've got great tits. <laughs> like... Well, Joey, you got to sandwich in the you got to sandwich in the threats with the complaint right, right, or with the, right. with the compliment, uh, a uh, compliment sandwich, a compliment sandwich. Only it's inverse, right? So the producer lady, so it's threat, compliment, threat. Back at the set, there, this kind of doesn't really a lot of the scene doesn't matter a whole ton for the plot of the movie, other than the producer lady is at like the rap party, yeah, and it's her sister. They were supposed to perform together, and then we just get a couple choice quotes from the pervy director. I wanted to to read. Um, <laughs> where it's the director tells, uh, what's her name? Lucy? Uh, tells her Lola. Lola. Oh, yeah. Lola, the producer's sister. I don't care for your face, but your ass is a different story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, her, his wife is just there, and they just kind of are ignoring him, and he's just telling her flat out. And it's like, also your tits. Like just letting him do whatever. He's like an old director, senile director, man. Yeah, it just you just let the old grandpa talk and you just ignore them. They, um, the whole thing is that she's starting to realize she doesn't know where she is and hasn't heard from her. Oh, maybe she spiraled back into heroin and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, there's a let's see, random old lady at the pharmacy fucking for some reason. Yeah, they tell her to go, tell him to go to the black market. But then there's another great scene. This is my second favorite scene after the uh, the fake the fake movie shoot. Yeah, of the director oh. watching Marina's porno. Yeah, and he's just sitting in the, his living room watching this moment of <laughs> Marina, like in the TV, she's watching something and like masturbating or something, mm-hmm. and then the director's wife comes in and sees what he's watching, and he knows it's the actress in his movie. She's like, "Hey, you want to write or something?" Uh, you want to talk. talk or play a board game? Uh, <laughs> no. No, it's not even that. It's just like silence and staring. Creepy, dead <laughs> eye staring. He's just watching it. Like, just looking at this. And the, the, the Kim was around, too, and was hearing the scene. Because it's like a bunch of, like, super sexual sounds. Yeah. But then you don't see the TV anymore. And you just see this conversation between these two old people that's super dry and boring. It was a very weird, like other dimension <laughs> type of yeah. conversation. I thought it was very, very funny. Um, 
so the director is just essentially all his story is now is that he's become obsessed with this girl that he thinks is blowing him off. Yeah. And I don't think it really goes anywhere other than that. No, not a, not really. That's about it. But it does the um the next scene though is after they've come back, right? This, he goes to steal the pills. He's already wait, do you already do that? No, he takes her home and ties her back up so that oh, he can go right. t- yeah, to go steal. buy her her pills and decides to essentially rob one of the dealers because because uh, they tried to go to the pharmacy where they were fucking and they were like we don't, don't have, have that any. shit go to the black market on this street corner yeah and get it there man that place must be rocking you just get yeah, whatever a lot you of want. People, yeah right yeah all sorts of drugs. really easy to find too. not hard and very cash nobody <laughs> asked if you're a cop he's just straight up asking about drugs yeah it was like um good thing i'd seen the wire because it made sense to me why yeah. there's like all right i'll be right back because you never carry it. No. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad news. Yeah, you 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 go off and get it so you can come back and only have the little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't no. want to get busted with the whole thing. Mm-mm. Uh, he steals the pills from the, the drug dealer woman, goes back, and is like, she's pretending to sleep, and he's Monologuing. He's I call this the uh, the old title of The Man What Had No Inner Monologue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which, it, it comes in multiple places in the movie. But, but this, this one in particular, because there's, like, nothing else happening. He thinks she's sleeping. He's just, like, saying these things. Try not to wake her up. Don't touch her pussy. Yeah, don't carefully don't touch her pussy. <laughs> I like when he lays down next to her. He's like, I'm so hard right now. And then he leans up, lay, <laughs> yeah, rolls away. Yes. He's like, maybe I should masturbate. No, that would be strange. I She's would. right here. She's right here. I'll go to sleep instead. Yeah. <laughs> the man what had no inner monologue. <laughs> then she wakes up because she was pretending, yeah. pretending and sees his keys and he starts snoring like immediately and she thinks he's asleep, which is dumb because nobody's asleep. That yeah, fast. that's what I thought immediately when I heard it. I was like, wow, that was... That's a record. Yeah, and so she tries to take the keys, and then like his eyes like shoot open, but he doesn't move. He just lays there and keeps fake snoring, which is creepy, but a good move. Yeah, and then she, he kind of like roll like she gets the keys, but he kind of rolls over, and then she kind of rolls over the other way, so she can't, so he can't see her, and but his he's still fake snoring, and it led to what I thought was like the coolest shot in the movie, yeah. which was him fake snoring. And she was looking like they're both laying on the camera is right at the on the edge of the bed with them. Mm-hmm. He's fake snoring. Her eyes are like searching kind of like you could tell that she's like kind of scared, but she's kind of excited. And then his eyes are wide open, staring at her right behind her eyes. Snoring. Snoring. Yeah, it, it was a it was a really great. It was a great shot. shot. It was a great shot. Um. So he he knew he knew she tried to get away, but was kind of giving her the benefit of the doubt. And she, since she didn't do anything, tried to stop her so that he couldn't beat her again. Yeah. Like the lovable kidnapper, lovable. Yeah, I, almost, I keep almost calling him a rapist. He's not a rapist. He doesn't rape her. Yeah. So he's you know doesn't. He's not as bad. <laughs> he just commits, uh, uh, burglary, uh, breaking and entering, assault and battery kidnapping it could have been way worse yeah he didn't rape or kill anybody i guess i thought he might have killed so you know you're right yeah he doesn't kill kill anybody yep yep. so he's totally totally fine um that this is when he leaves again uh right as this as lola the sister shows up and leaves her sister a note 
um, mm-hmm. essentially saying she didn't want to like call the police, but she will if she doesn't hear from her and all this stuff. Uh, please, please talk to me. You know, even if you're regressing, uh, he has her call her mom. Remember, if you say anything bad, I'll slit your throat. Yep. Oh. Oh. Lo- love you, boo. Love you. I'll, I'll kill you. Then kill me. I'll kill you and myself. Slit your throat. Love you. God, this is just making me. It's the end of the movie. Just... <laughs> Even more, just talking about totally now, like knowing the it. end of the movie, I'm just like, oh, God. But then, right here, we have a weird interlude that didn't fit anything, but I liked it. It reminded me almost of I Am Curious Yellow's like weird interjections. It was like a segment that can best be described as Germans retire like this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spanish retire, retire like, like this. this. And, and the Germans were Nazis. <laughs> yeah, they were like two not attractive Nazi like man and woman signing documents and counting stuff. And it's like Spanish retire like this. And it's two sexy Spanish people just dancing. <laughs> this oh, this is also after they broke into the neighbor's apartment and moved into the neighbor's apartment. Oh, yeah, because he was because afraid. Because he was afraid somebody was going to show up at their apartment. But right. yeah, back to your interlude. Sorry. But what? What that that was from some was it just on the TV? Yeah, and then it was just a, like a commercial they were watching. Yeah, it was just a joke, but it led to them asking, "What are your plans for the future?" Right. She asks. She finally the starts kidnapper. to. She finally starts to like um, entertain his fantasy of what this is going to eventually turn into. He's kept talking about, "I'll be a good husband to you. I'll provide for you and our kids." Yeah, but that's and, it. Well, how many kids? You know, two, maybe three, three. however many we feel like having. Uh, yeah, it's it's like at that kind of moment, she's like, he's not having to tie her up anymore, but he keeps the doors locked. Yeah. And she's like actually talking to him instead of just looking like crying all the time. Mm-hmm. She's either naked or crying. Yeah. Almost <laughs> entirely. <laughs> Which criterion? Um, he then goes and leaves her there. Just um, locked up, not... Does he tie her up that time? I don't know. He ties her up every time he leaves. Okay. Uh, and then he goes to attempt to buy some heroin for her because she asks him to for the pain. Yeah. She called it horse, though. Yeah. Go Wait. buy me some horse. Buy some horse. Some H. Sweet horse. Yeah. Um, but when he tries to buy it, he the pill lady he beat up sees him and then convinces two of her buddies to beat him up. He gets, he gets the shit kicked out of him. He gets the shit kicked out of him and his money stolen. Yep. Like, all his fuck money. Um, and, like, this is immediately where I feel like she turns. He comes back from trying to get this thing for her, and he's super bloody and bruised and beaten up. And then, you know, it's Antonio Banderas with his shirt off. Yeah. Like, being nice to you, beat up because he tried to get you a thing. And then she starts, like... Wiping all his wounds down and then kissing the wounds and stuff, which is the grossest uh, thing in the world. Yeah, when she she there's like this open one on his shoulder and she just I'm like, yeah, like uh, <laughs> even though that's like a rubber piece, like yeah. it still made me just be like, <laughs> don't kiss open wounds, Stop you idiot! It. Stop it! That's it's like blood. Oh, yeah, it's like wash your hands after Dookie. Don't kiss open wounds. It's also the bacteria in your mouth is also going into his wounds, making it worse. Yeah, you're gonna give him gangrene shoulder from yeah, your- gangrene shoulder. You want your kidnapper slash lover slash future husband to have gangrene so- shoulder? <laughs> um, who's gonna? Who's going to care for you then? Uh, it's, I, I, it's kind of funny. Marina dresses his wounds. Dot 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 starts, and then I don't finish the thought, and then the next thing it says fucking, and yeah. then she remembers him. Yeah, a really sure. long fuck sequence. They fuck for a long time. A while. 
And then she remembers his dick, basically, at the end. Basically, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that now I remember you. Now I She's remember. kind of turning around. But yeah. there was one moment where she pulls out one of her, uh, I guess, trademark moves. Uh, a little unorthodox. Goes straight on chin sucking, which yep. I thought was pretty um, forward thinking or, you know, unique. He's got a strong chin. He's got a strong t- chin, so she just mouths it. Yeah. <laughs> like like one of those cups you set a Fabergé egg in. <laughs> she just sets Antonio's yeah. chin into her mouth <laughs> and just holds it there. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, so they, they fuck in the chin sucking and whatever, and then the next mo- <laughs> next morning... He has drawn an entire map of his life where essentially gets all the backstory of how like he's been fucked up and all this stuff. Yeah. So now she's she's fucked him for real. She's not trying to run away really. Mm-hmm. Not calling for help. Has seen this story that it is kind of sad. He's been in prison for forever and is like was orphaned at age three and escaped. And he's like, and then I escaped for one night and that's when I met you and then I went back. And been thinking about you ever since. I drew this map. It which was a kind of cool artwork. <laughs> yeah, I actually kinda like the map, but still it mostly ended with him in jail or the insane asylum. Yeah, and then he got out. Yeah. With his fuck money. But you're still a kidnapper and he still punched you in the face and chipped your tooth. Like, I don't know. It's this is when you start to turn. And I sat there instead of like I was still watching the movie, but I kept thinking, I was like, why am I why do I want him to succeed? Because all regular logic tells me. Because, Joey, you have Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, my God, I do. You have Stockholm Syndrome. Did you think at any point that you're like, I kind of want him to, I want this to work? No. Never. Not really. Okay. I, most of the time, I was like, how is she going to get out of this? <laughs> is she going to die? Yeah, I was like, some, is he going to die? He should probably die. Is this going to get more weird, or are we, or have we reached peak weirdness? Well, because you thought the fuck was a play at some point, but it, yeah. I don't think it was. No, it didn't seem like it, the way she was down for it. Yeah. She was DTF. <laughs> right. But she's also a porn star, a former porn star, so she could fake being DTF pretty easily. But I don't think she was, because she kept telling no, him, well, like... No, well, no, not... not in the context of this movie and what actually happened, but what could have been happening in my mind as it was happening was maybe she's faking and then she's going to like, pew, get out of or there. Clinch or clench really hard and yeah, snap it off. cut his dick off with, yeah. his, with her vagine. With her teeth. <laughs> with her vagina with teeth. vagina teeth. I assume those are all in the, every lady. Yeah. It's just, you only know how to use them if you unlock that Lucy part of your brain. Well, it's like how you can prevent, uh, your body can prevent itself from getting pregnant during a rape. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's that same thing, whereas if you're having sex with somebody and That's the vaginal gag to, reflex. Yeah, yeah, your teeth come out. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, Ask your health teachers, kids. Or don't. I, yeah. Don't Just, tell them where you heard it. Yeah, don't least. tell them where you heard it from, though. Um, this is uh, Lola shows up to water the plants at the neighbor's house where they are, um, and Marina does not scream for her yes um he tells which i'm just like do something but yeah she he was looking at her and he gets kind of mad again he's like you you wanted to stay here because he knew she was coming to look at the plants how would i know that how would i know she have keys and he like i think he like shoves her away and he's like getting kind of rough with her again no not really a little bit it's not the next time he's not at all but um 
um, he he's gonna leave to go steal a car so they can go back to his his hometown of when he was when he was young yeah. when he was a like baby. Grandia, Grandia. Will you run if I don't tie you? I don't know. You better tie me up. And like she's fully switched over at this. Yeah, point. she's yeah. He must he must be super good in in the sack, or something. I guess. Yeah, man. Stockholm syndrome. I've never, I've never had it, so I don't. Well, I know. think it sounds like you have, kind of, with this movie with Antonio Banderas. With Antonio Banderas. But I was able to turn the movie off and finish it again at like a later point. Again, if you're going to have Stockholm syndrome, having it with Antonio Banderas is not the worst person that's, to have it with. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Um, you know, the this is after Lola has left from watering the plants. Still doesn't know where her sister is. Leaves. Antonio leaves. But then Lola realizes she's left her car radio back at the the neighbor's house yes uh and then returns sees now, blood in the bathroom she sees and she blood. takes a wicked pissa <laughs> every fucking woman in this movie has to have a scene where they take their underwear down and sit down on the toilet and piss yeah like in an uninterrupted take um she finds a bloody bandage on the floor and she thinks it's weird but marina marina is not screaming still still must be some good dick yeah it's Antonio Bandetta. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, that she eventually finds her. Um, and there's a line. She's like, I think I love him. And then the sister's just like, ugh, you can't be that kinky. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was her <laughs> that was, logic. Uh... It was like, just, he tied you up and kidnapped you. You can't be that kinky. Like, it, that, that is, like, the only thing in her head that would be the possible reason for why she would be into this. Right. I... I get it, and th- I like that their escape plan is to go to the roof. Yeah, that was actually great. It's like, we'll go this way, we'll go out this way, and back up and around, because we'll go out another door, sort of thing. Yeah. And then he steals the car, shows back up, and double parks, because he recognizes Lola's car. Yeah, parks And he in. double parks her in, and I was like, fuck, they're going to get caught. They come out through the back, and she waves down a taxi, and they get in a taxi and drive off. I was like, oh, fuck, smart move. Yeah, yeah. good on you, girls. Get out of there. <laughs> Finally. Uh, the, it's a like, happy ending. Yeah. Or, well, or, or so it seems. It is, but then but it, it becomes a happier is. ending, but I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Because she goes back to Lola's apartment and tells her what happened. Tell, 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 tell your sister everything that happened. Yeah. And then also still Did says. Did you look that like she, Antonio Bandera? She lo- well, of course. That she still loves him, but then they kind of fade away and then it cuts to Antonio Bendeth in his hometown very good, very good. in his hometown which was completely destroyed by I want to say volcano <laughs> I don't know a volcano yeah uh but it was this destroyed I fine I don't know yeah it's his destroyed old town somewhere that he's just like walking through listening to the, his music until he gets to his house and he's like oh this is where I lived and everything just and being sad in a broken town sad, by himself, sad looking sad like Antonio hangs out goes up to the top of this little wall I guess and has great sex with any woman he wants looks like Antonio it's tough life for a crazy tough person. life for a crazy person and off in the distance of this wall you see this smoke or this dust cloud of a car driving and you think no 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 that's like no, that's not I, was like, I don't know what i not, want this ending to be it's not what i think it is is it the movie has already ended there's a reason we're still here yeah what is going on like it could have been him gonna kill himself or maybe it's the cops coming or 
Maybe, yeah, I don't know. It's, it could be it a lot of things. They should have just things. fucking left-turned it, and they cut to Antonio Banderas living with his, like, real doll shaped like Marina, yeah. and he's, like, skinning people, and just, like, the <laughs> Putting their criteria. skin on the real doll. Yeah, because if you don't keep refresh- refreshing it, get, it's gonna rot. Yeah, and so, get all hard and crunchy, but, no, the car comes, comes to the bottom of the wall, and who comes out of the car? Marina. If not Marina, and her sister, Lola. And oh, you're just oh like, okay, so they they knew he was. They didn't come with backup. Nope. They knew he was there. They went there. Maybe maybe they're gonna go and she's gonna capture him or <laughs> murder him or get revenge. Maybe it's a sweet revenge story the way it ends. And then she goes up to the wall and sees him, and she he sees her, and then they embrace as lovers on top of the wall. Yeah. That's pretty much what happens. And then they go back down to the car, and Lola's like, hey, did you kidnap my sister? And he's like, yeah. I was like, don't do that again. He's like, yes, I apologize. And she says, okay, fine. Uh, do you have anything of mine? And he keeps handing oh, yeah, her shit from like, his me back. Yeah, he's like, yeah. He hands her a Walkman, sorry. Oh, oh, and these are yours, too. Yeah, <laughs> all these things that he stole from the dressing room that her stuff was in, too. And then, and then she's like, okay, well, I accept your apology, so get in. Let's go. Oh, lovable scamp. I mean, he looks like Antonio Banderas. He does. Yeah. And as they're driving off, it goes to the inside, and she's like this talking. This is the weirdest part of the oh, movie. Oh, my God. I hate this part so much because she's just like, he's like, oh, can you do these things? Like, oh, yeah, crash. I was like, okay, we'll find do you, you a wanna job. Do you want to work? Yeah, yeah. I want to work. Okay, we'll find you. And then they put in some music, and they start like her sister starts singing. She looks kind of like bored and like it's like a normal car ride. Yeah. Antonio's in the back. It's like if I was in a normal... in the back leaning over like an arm around each side, arm around Marina, arm around Loa. She starts singing. He kind of starts singing too. And and then Marina kind of has this face where it's like she seems happy, but then it kind of like slowly morphs into terrified sadness yeah, broken that's... it was actually super cool how her face and this is one of the things I like about the way this ends like she's just like 100% broken and you see it in her face that she is so broken from this moment and then now her sister is singing along with her kidnapper and she, her sister looks over and it's like, oh, it's okay now, honey. Don't worry. We're now we're now good friends. Like yeah, we're yeah. friends here. We're, we're getting fine. along for you. We're getting along together. Great. And she's like singing and nodding, and he's singing. Okay. And, I, and then I, she just is like, like she's there on her own at this point in time. This is the 100% Stockholm syndrome has locked in now. Okay. Because she is just there on her own will. She thinks like she's happy and in love with this person, but then she also subconsciously knows. She's broken and a terrified prisoner, and this is and her life is going to be a living hell from now on. Well, I couldn't t- I couldn't read that face. I I made I made a note of it too. It's like they sing, and Marina looks, I guess, worried. I, like I couldn't read it either. It is it is a face of someone who is like broken, but she doesn't think she's broken. She doesn't understand why she's broken. Yeah, because of the Stockholm syndrome has affected her so much. <laughs> It was a very odd ending, but an almost perfect ending for our lovable kidnapper protagonist. Lovable, lovable scamp. Oh, man. Lovable scamp Antonio Banderas. 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 And uh, they they live happily ever after. Question mark? No. Just, just erase the question. Okay, mark. just happily ever after. Never How about happily ever, ever after? after dot, dot, dot. Well, he's, got, he's still got that good wiener. He does still have that dick. <laughs> 
That love muscle. <laughs> that super never, strong love muscle. Please never say that again. Love muscle. Uh, Brian, what are your three reasons <laughs> love why? Love muscle, love muscle, love muscle. Is that all of them? Okay, no. no. <laughs> uh, my three reasons are... This is why we feel that Time Me Up, Time Me Down is in the Criterion Collection. Yes. Three reasons. The three reasons that so few of these movies actually have. But, but it's we good for have us. Four it gives criteria. us format. Yeah. Uh, reason number one, learn valuable trade skills in mental hospitals. Because mm-hmm. he learned all those trade skills in the hospital, Lots apparently. of screwing. Lots of screwing. And lock screwing. Because apparently they teach lockpicking there. Yeah, yeah. It's a locksmithing. Uh, number two is Antonio Banderas can get away with kidnapping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, of course. Mm-hmm. And number three is sometimes you just got to force love. <laughs> sometimes you gotta force sometimes love sometimes you just gotta force love well that that segues perfectly into mine yeah um one give stalkers a chance <laughs> they're people too guys <laughs> I, I almost put that but too, i was like guys. we did that for nazis so i don't want to do that again <laughs> <laughs> that's the theme though blank is people, people too and they're ones that clearly are not people too right um uh next reason number two both female leads unafraid to pee on screen <laughs> number three love in unexpected places in unexpected ways in unexpected but i have a nega reason oh nega one yeah the sex is actually sexy yeah so that's confusing as to why <laughs> this is here yeah i was like oh i'm not like horrified by yeah. this sex no scene. that's some good nudity and thrusting like yeah. i don't understand yeah like this should be horrifying right now. I should be worried something's this about to be severed. This isn't weird. Yeah, weird solo things or uh, antichrist sort of. <laughs> That's terrifying where at the end thing. of it, she just stands up and shits on his chest <laughs> out of nowhere, <laughs> and then turns to the screen and it's like, "Gotcha, fuckers!" <laughs> woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> Starts offing like Bugs Bunny, <laughs> smearing shit on the walls as she leaves, and then we pull out and realize we were been in a movie the whole time, and the director is just spinning in his chair. Wobble, 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 wobble. All right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Here is my. Uh-huh. I took a different. Um, What's the word? Uh, uh, flavor at my synopsis this week again. Okay. A little bit of liberty. Okay. <clears throat> this is the Criterion new synopsis for... I keep forgetting the name of the movie. Tie me up, tie me down. Atame. This summer, get ready for the <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome bondage-esque romantic comedy of the year. Ricky, played by Antonio Banderet is a charming young sociopath looking for love. Marinda, played by the continuously naked and or crying lady, is the sexy object of his affections. I have to kidnap you. Okay. But of course, (laughs) love is complicated. You don't remember me? I sex muy bien. Oh, yeah. Will they beat the odds of their offbeat relationship? Tell your sister what happened. I think I'm in love with him. I always knew you were a dumb Or will they become unraveled? How could you deny Antonio Banderas? I couldn't. August whatever. Get wrapped up <laughs> in. Tie me up. Tie me down. Rated R. Or NC-17. Whatever. Definitely NC-17. <laughs> it's NC-17. Yeah. I guess content-wise is NC-17. It is, yeah. 
but I mean, like, boobs and blood-wise. I guess there was Bush. Maybe Bush makes it in C-17. It's probably the scuba diving. It's probably diving. that muff diving. <laughs> it was the muff diving shot. Wow. Wow. This... Oh, this summer. All right. Next up, Brian, I have three options for you. Go. First is I put back on here. I, I like this format. I'm going to pick three, and you'll pick the one. Okay. Eyes Without a Face Again. Which one is that? It's about a guy who starts killing girls and taking their faces to put on his daughter's face who got disfigured. Okay. 1960. Feels right. Eating Raul, which is a movie about... Cannibals. Cannibals because they hate their neighbors, so they decide to eat them or something. Good. And then another one called Jigoku, and then brackets, Hell, a.k.a. Sinners of Hell. Let's do the face swap one. <laughs> you don't want to do Jigoku? Well, we could get to that. The the pictures of that one look pretty rad. <laughs> okay. Um, we so can, we'll save that one. In the, well, yeah. We can save that one. All right. We'll do Eyes Without a Face next. Um, 1960 is all I have written down, so I'm sure you can find it. Hopefully it's on one of the two streaming things. It is. I, okay. I, I don't put them on here unless it is. Perfect. I don't think there's any sex in it. So, but it's still supposed to be weird. Okay. Well, yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, if he's putting faces on other people's face, plus I get to whip out all my good face-off jokes and references. <laughs> I thought I wasn't get to going to get to use those again. Ha! <laughs> I was going to have to wait to the rock Is that John Travolta or is that Nicholas Cage? Which one? Which one has the kids? Which one has lost the kids? Which one was in super jail? <laughs> we can't. We can't waste all these hot bangers now. That's true. All right. Well, this has been another episode of Criterion Nuts. Subscribe Criterion Nuts on iTunes or the Explosive Magico feed. You can write in Criterion Nuts at gmail.com. We may or may not read it or remember that we read it. And don't write us with timely, time-sensitive <laughs> requests, please. Yes. Criterion Nuts on Twitter. Thank you for listening. I've been Criterion Nut Reinish. I'm Criterion Nut Carney. I switched. Yeah, I've been Criterion Nut Joey. I've been Criterion Nut Brian. Kelly.